0: Hello, everyone. Allison Dijack here with On the Scene, and I'm sitting with Ashe Dalvi for our first film review of the season. Hello, Ashe. Bonjour, hi, namaskar, namaste, lovely listeners. (laughs) Welcome to On the Scene. Ashe, we're so excited to have you here for our first ever local film review. This is
1: so exciting. I'm so (laughs) happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I
0: love it. So this week, Ashe went to see three films at our local cinemas, Princess Cinemas, And The Apollo. We always love highlighting all the great stuff that these cinemas are doing. So let's chat a little bit about these movies.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Also, let us start by
1: congratulating Everything Everywhere All at Once for its incredible and well-deserved Oscar win
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, certainly
1: for the listeners who may not know everything everywhere all at once mm-hmm. one best picture best lead actress for michelle Yeoh, the icon the legend best supporting actor for kei Huy kwan who made his return to hollywood in this film as well as jamie lee curtis another icon yeah and both the directors daniel Sh- daniel kwan and daniel china also mm-hmm. won Best for Best Director.
0: My goodness, a total knockout. Total (laughs) knockout. I'm assuming you saw the film. I love
1: the film. I have seen it so
0: many times. Every time
1: I watch it, there's something new I take away with me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's like the main sort of, what's been the most recent takeaway from watching it?
1: The instances that are set up earlier on in the film. That are then followed up as the film progresses, mm-hmm. and now having seen it multiple times, I know what I'm what I'm picking up on in uh-huh. its earlier setup.
0: I like that.
1: It's such a beautiful film, and it's an, an incredible portrayal of the immigrant experience of carrying with yourself intergenerational trauma and how you can't help but it onto your children. Mm. It's it's a beautiful reflection on a tender and delicate relationship between a mother and a daughter
0: wow yeah it's unfortunately I haven't seen the film but honestly seeing all of the hype around it and all of the wonderful attention that it received I certainly want to go uh, go see that it's so such a good film I would definitely recommend and it's so weird <laughs> that's what I've also I honestly wasn't sure if I was going to like it because of the, the few bits that I'd seen I was like this seems a little wacky but i feel like probably it's a little wacky with with a lot of heart as well so i think
1: the wackiness is there for a reason Mm -hmm. i think because trying to tell the immigrant experience trying to tell the relationship between a mother and a daughter trying to tell portray a relationship between a husband and a wife who have moved continents Mm -hmm. Ha- can be difficult when we're talking, when we're only trying to present in English, mm-hmm. in the English language. And that is why I feel the directors have done such an incredible job in making it accessible. Because all of us, in our own ways, can be w- goofy and weird and stupid and silly. And that kind of combines our intelligence
0: mm-hmm.
1: and unifies our outlook of and how we see the world and I feel like they've used the language of silliness to present stories with a lot of nuance. Wow
0: oh sounds fantastic very exciting and yes definitely a shout out is needed for the entire casting crew that brought that wonderful, wonderful work to the public. Um, Let's chat a little bit about the movies that you saw this week. So you attended uh, two out of the three films for the local um, Black Film Festival. Tell us about them.
1: Absolutely. This week, Waterloo witnessed and experienced the inaugural Black Film Festival. Mm -hmm. And I, for one, am so grateful to be to have experienced it, to be to have participated in it. The first film that I attended was Summer of Soul. I followed the film. I have been following the film since last year when it was first released because Questlove produced it. Oh. And for people who may not know, Questlove is the leader of the roots mm-hmm. who th- can be seen every night on the Jimmy Fallon show. Mm-hmm. And Questlove is also a music archivist and brought to us a documentary that talks about a black music festival that was held in Harlem, New York, in 1969. Okay. It was recorded and it was hugely attended. There were massive crowds of black folk gathering to witness um, and celebrate black art black music and black talent for me to know that oh my god this f- this festival used to exist but was buried in history because at the same time woodstock was taking place yes and given the world that we live in uh, that we continue to live in oftentimes black art um, black excellence is often sidelined mm-hmm. to cater to the mass audience. I really enjoyed watching Summer of Soul and it was also so interesting. Another point of note was the same day across the street at Princess at the Other Princess mm-hmm. Cinema was the Rock Climbing Film Festival.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: And it was it was such an interesting um dichotomy to see was also very ironic. Mm-hmm. Black and racialized folks were in major attendance at the Black Film Festival, mm-hmm. while the rock climbing attend rock climbing festival was primarily attended by white folk. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting because I was watching a film about a music festival that was hugely um witnessed by a majority black crowd Mm -hmm. only to be buried in history due to white supremacy and settler colonialism. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was,
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) It lays
1: to this experience in this community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, honestly, huge congratulations to the people that put on the black film festival this year. Very, very exciting. They were able to show the different films It ran for three days um, so you were a big fan of the the first movie, Summer of Soul. That was absolutely a, a ten out of ten for you. To, or 9 yes, out of 10? it was. I don't know. It was.
1: I would definitely give it ten out of ten wow. because it it brings back the importance and it reaffirms the importance of continuing to acknowledge and celebrate Black art and Black music mm-hmm. and not have it just restricted to February. Yeah which is why I love that the Black Film Festival did not happen in February.
0: Yes, 100%. Yeah, it doesn't always have to all be in February, right? It can happen all year long. So, fantastic. Um, The second film you saw, Brother, yes. was also part of the Black Film Festival at Princess Cinemas. You said that you had seen the preview of this one um, at TIFF? So, or? the film premiered
1: at TIFF mm-hmm. and because I had worked... Um, with at Inside Out at the Lightbox, mm-hmm. I got a I got a sneak preview of the film. Right. And I was so excited to watch this film because I love the book. Mm-hmm. David Chariandi's book, Brother, that the movie is based on, is such a moving portrait on the black experience in the neighborhoods of Scarborough. Mm-hmm. It's so resonating. And to watch it come on screen... To watch it being adapted for the screen by Clement Virgo was like a cherry on top for my experience with this piece, Mm -hmm. with this piece of literature. The film is so nuanced in its captivating and captivating in its quietness. Mm -hmm. And all of that builds into this increasing crescendo of thunder when you realize that these two black brothers are constantly required to contort and conform their identities because they are being questioned. They are being challenged. Their existence is constantly being questioned and challenged by the white folks in the neighborhood. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I really liked how in this film... We were celebrating these, this black relationship, this black sibling dynamic. Mm-hmm. We were celebrating a neighborhood that was flawed, but also loved, a community that loved um, these two brothers. And also, we it, it was also a reflection on how their mom, who migrated from Jamaica, mm-hmm. was carrying with her a lot of of pressure a lot of trauma that unwittingly she put on to her children
0: Mm.
1: when we realize that something may not necessarily be right for one of the brothers we realize that what we are forced we're forced to question what role have we played Mm. in protecting the black children in protecting the black folks in our community and what can we do to make sure that they are not constantly questioned by the police force Mm -hmm. in this movie the one thing i really took away was every time the police force would in invade the black space even though the black space was just filled with joy and music and art and community Because it was a celebratory black space, the white police force decided to invade it Mm -hmm. and question it and challenge it. And in the film, we never get to see the face of the white police officer. All of their faces are blurred. And I thought that that was really, really interesting because we are centering the lives of these black people black brothers we're centering the lives of this black community of what it has to go through every single day Mm -hmm. and to them they're being constantly they're constantly having to face white supremacy in all of its different ways and forms Mm -hmm. and i thought that that was a really really well done Mm -hmm. decision to blur the white faces
0: yeah yeah i mean i think for viewers probably like they know what that looks like. They know what that story is going to be. So let's shift the lens and go further in depth in the the main character's stories, not the oppressor's stories, right? Wow. Wow. sounds like a really powerful film as Such well. Such a powerful film. Yeah. And this one's still going to be playing um, at Princess Cinemas yes. for the next week. Um, so listeners can head out and try to catch a screening of Brother. Sounds like a really important and powerful film.
1: It is a powerful film. Mm -hmm. And even the crew deserves some um, acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. Um, Also the cast. The cast features Lamar Johnson, who now can be seen on The Last of Us.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. And
1: the love interest for Michael played... um, played by Lamar Johnson, um, is Kiana Madeira, who is well known to be in the Fear Street trilogies as the sapphic interest Mm -hmm. who saves the day.
0: Wow, lovely. And the
1: music also plays such an important role in this film and is composed by Todor Mm Kobakov, who I know to be one of the composers for... Another CBC project called Trickster.
0: Okay, yeah. Wow. So, really, they really got a great cast and crew to work on this film. Definitely. A must watch for some of our listeners. Um, Okay, in our last couple of minutes, let's talk a little bit about the film you saw at the Apollo Cinema in downtown Kitchener, um, I Like Movies. This is also a Canadian-made film, sort of an indie style, I think based on a true story as well, or loosely based. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, What
0: were your thoughts on I Like Movies?
1: I Like Movies follows a narcissistic, borderline sexist, white boy who's a film nerd in high school about mm. to graduate, only for him to realize that he will still be okay. I and what I took away from the film was that even though you might be narcissist or borderline sexist, where there's an instance where he almost physically assaults his coworker, mm. but the nuance of us wanting to root for this individual are, is completely taken away because this character, by the end of the movie, gets a $10,000 scholarship to a college and a university and nothing. there are no consequences to his actions. Hmm. So I feel that the writing could have used a lot more work, especially because you were showing a character who is flawed mm-hmm. but, and their actions are harmful. To strip that character from having to deal with any real human consequences takes away from an experience as a viewer for me to engage with this piece of cinema through a nuanced lens.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it can be hard when they're showing these negative qualities but the way that they're creating the film. You do want to root for the character, but then you're sometimes left with that unsettling feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, why am I rooting for this villain when there's um, all these negative traits associated with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Does the, the film, it sort of follows... Um, uh, like a group of kids that work at a movie rental store?
1: Um, it follows this um, character, this high school boy, mm-hmm. who loves films, was assigned to make a year-end film with his best friend, right. played by um, Percy White, who can be now seen on the Netflix show Wednesday. Oh, okay. And this this best friend is treated like shit mm. by this character, by this boy, often looked down upon, often berated. And the entitlement that our lead character has is all centered around the fact that he wants to get into the Tisch School of Arts at mm-hmm. NYU. And because a lot of his favorite filmmakers went to that school, so he wants to go. And he often rents movies at this video store and he ends up getting applying for a job there and he gets a job there. But he takes the job and the position and his Im- co-workers for granted mm-hmm. because of that narcissistic entitlement. And f- for me, I thought that I wanted him to acknowledge that, oh, this is who I am. And for there to be a consequence mm-hmm. instead of a benefit because then, what you're telling people is that you're making it okay for children to treat everyone else like shit,
0: mm-hmm. just because you're a teen, moody teenager, right? Or something. Yeah, and you
1: will get away with it, mm-hmm. but that's not the case.
0: Mm-hmm. If um, so if listeners were thinking of going to see the movie, what would you recommend to them to like go into it thinking or sort of? Um, I don't know. What's a recommendation for our listeners if they're thinking like, oh, this seems like interesting content. I'd like to see a Canadian movie or maybe there's an actor I like in it. Um, what would your thoughts be to those people?
1: Um, it's not a film I would recommend. I would say if people are going to watch the film, watch it. If you want to see shots of the neighborhood of Burlington okay. and all <laughs> the because that's where it's shot. Okay. And if you like uh, Percy's work in Wednesday, Mm -hmm. watch it for him. For sure.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Ashe, for shining the light on these three movies and giving us an insider look on them. Definitely a a variety, a, a documentary. Um, sort of a more dramatic emotional piece and then sort of this um, indie film dealing with some teenage angst. Um, We're really looking forward to hopefully having you back on the show. Absolutely I would love to be back. (laughs) To do some more film reviews. Thank you. And uh, folks can check out I Like Movies or Brother at Princess Cinema or Apollo in the next couple weeks.
1: And Summer of Soul is I believe streaming on Disney Plus.
0: Wonderful. So definitely need to check that one out as well. Thanks so much, Asha. Thank
1: you.